steady monthly income is key to a successful retirement. So on today's show, five factors to know about your retirement income streams. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world, retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. Your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners and also has the website, retireaustin.com. Good Sunday morning, Nathan. How are you today? Doing well. I'm excited about this segment. We've got some really important items that are very common areas of concern for people that I talk to. So very excited about today. Absolutely. And the financial decisions that may impact your income and taxes at certain retirement milestones, you definitely want a financial planner who's got the experience you do over 16 years of experience. And a key milestone is the window between your retirement date and the year you begin taking required minimum distributions, better known as RMDs. And there are several key areas to discuss. The first one is Social Security. You want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, you can't talk about retirement income without talking about Social Security. It really does play a large role in so many households. For some folks, it it's more meaningful than others. It makes up a large percentage of their uh, retirement income. For others, you know, not so much. But it's important either way to talk about it. Uh, now, it's such a vast topic that obviously we we would need hours and hours to cover every aspect of it. But here are a couple uh, really important things to consider. You know, for one, Social Security is an income you cannot outlive. It's backed by the federal government, so that gives a lot of people um, some some comfort. It's reassuring. But you want to be careful with how you claim your benefits and when you claim your benefits. This can make a really big difference in not only the monthly amount you get paid, but in how much you end up getting paid throughout your retirement. Uh, Your Social Security benefits could be reduced up to 30% for life for taking an early retirement. So A lot of folks know that the earliest you could take a retirement benefit is age 62. Now, the full retirement age is different for a lot of people. It really kind of depends on your birth year. But for a lot of folks out there, it could be 66, could be, I call 66 and change. They could add some months to it. Uh, Open up your Social Security statement and you'll see what it is for you. But a lot of folks are uh, 67 is the full retirement age. But here's a little planning tip. For every month you delay taking your Social Security benefits, you're going to get more. So the longer you wait to take it, the more patient you can be, the higher the monthly income will be that you will collect. Now, I I want to make sure none of our listeners uh, misunderstand, Teresa. Mm -hmm. There is, uh, like we talk about the whole cookie cutter approach to retirement planning, there is no cookie cutter approach to social security planning either. So there is no one size fits all uh, strategy for when to collect, how to collect, how to file and all that. But you do want to understand uh, and consider this in your income plan that the longer you wait to take social security, your benefits are going to increase. They do increase monthly. You don't have to wait a whole year to get an, an increase in your social security benefits. So what this really comes down to, Teresa, is how important it is to have an income plan that includes social security. When do you file? How do you file? You need to see the benefits to delaying versus not delaying, uh, advantages and disadvantages. And we really recommend that you sit down with an independent financial advisor who's a fiduciary to make this, uh, put this plan together. And, and that's what we do, Teresa. This mm-hmm. is the world I live in, is helping people make decisions like this. Uh, Social Security is not as flexible as they used to be in the past about 
making changes. Uh, a lot of what you do is irrevocable. You, you, you decide and you're kind of stuck with it. Yeah. So it's, it, it's an important area. You know, we talked uh, you mentioned RMDs is a, another key area required minimum distribution. So for folks who may not be very familiar with what an RMD is, uh, at some point in your life, the IRS is going to require you to start taking withdrawals from your retirement accounts. Uh, now, this typically applies to pre-tax retirement plans, like your traditional IRAs and 401ks. Basically, the IRS wants their money. That's that's what yep, it comes down wanted, to. Yep, exactly. It, it, it's tax revenue. This is money you've deferred. You deferred taxes for so long. Now they're saying, hey, you've deferred long enough. Now it's time for you to start taking withdrawals. So uh, in one of our prior shows, we talked about strategies for reducing those minimum distributions. And one of those, uh, we'll mention again, is uh, Roth conversions. So you are not required to take withdrawals from your own Roth IRAs. Now, this is not an inherited Roth. This is your own Roth or one may maybe that came from a spouse. Uh, you could probably guess why the IRS doesn't care very much about you withdrawing from your Roth IRAs. It's because it's not taxable. Mm -hmm. So there's really no, <laughs> no, no tax benefit, no revenue benefit to the IRS for you doing that. Uh, but we do recommend considering a Roth conversion plan as part of your retirement plan, because uh, here, here's the, the big reason why it it's, it's very likely that we're going to see very high tax rates in the future. Uh, most people are expecting high income tax rates to pay for these giant stimulus packages. And, and we just, it's just going to need to happen. Right. Uh, and wouldn't it be nice, Teresa, to have a bucket of money or some portion of your portfolio that's tax free where you don't really care what the tax rates are, at least for withdrawals on that portion of your, your portfolio. Now there, there's no way to, uh, eliminate taxes altogether on your retirement plans. You're either going to pay taxes now at whatever the tax rates are, or you're going to delay and pay them later. Well, the question is, uh, when do we think the tax rates are going to be the highest now or later? So if, if you would bet the tax rates are going to be higher later, then that's not when you want to pay taxes. You want to have tax free money mm -hmm. at that point. So again, this is a kind of a sneak peek into the type of conversation I have every day with folks who come into my office. We're, we're talking about these elements to uh, reduce taxes as much as we can. Uh, I had a gentleman uh, say, I, I kind of laughed when I heard it. He said, you know, I could be just as patriotic paying half the taxes I pay. <laughs> so, right. and, and I would guess there are a lot of our listeners that kind of feel the same way. Mm -hmm. Uh now, again, it's it, retirement income. It's not just about how much income is coming in, but it's how much is going out. I just wanted to mention a couple things about uh, Medicare premiums. We haven't talked a lot about Medicare, but this is a, 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 an important part of retirement for a lot of people. Uh, your income, your modified adjusted gross income is generally going to determine what how much premium you pay for Medicare, uh, Part B and, and Part D. Uh, so there are parts that don't come with a cost, but part B as in boy, D as in dog, uh, those do come with a cost. Uh, so standard premium is $148.50 per month. And, and that is if your modified adjusted gross income is less than or equal to $88,000 for an individual or $176,000 if you're married. Now, if your income is higher than that, then chances are you're going you're going to pay a higher premium for Medicare uh, Part B and D. Now those premiums can be as high as five hundred and four dollars a month. Now, if your advisor is helping you put together a retirement income plan, and you are not having a conversation about Medicare premiums, um, I think you're getting a disservice. I think you're at a disadvantage. Uh, again, we, we want to make sure we're addressing all of the key areas of your retirement to make sure there's no holes in your boat, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's, there's no chinks that are going to make a, a big difference in your retirement plan. 
if, if that's the case, I'd say, you know what, it's probably time you talk to somebody else. So we'd love to give you a second opinion. We, uh, we're, we're, we're helping folks now put together income plans. And in fact, that's one thing we wanted to do today, Teresa, on mm-hmm. our show is give the opportunity for at least 10 of our listeners to come in and get a free retirement plan. So we sit down together. Uh, they come in. We You visit with me. You're not going to visit with some other advisor you've never heard of before. We will talk about your retirement plan, your income needs, your, uh, your, your IRAs, your Roth IRAs, your potential Medicare premiums, uh, looking for ways to reduce costs, reduce taxes, increase cash flow. Uh, we're looking at your your assets, your investment plan. What are opportunities that are currently there to give you a better retirement? Uh, much like someone would sit down with a fitness professional, a trainer, and and get a tailored wellness plan, a fitness plan, nutrition plan. Uh, that's, that's what we do. So for the next 10 callers, Teresa, we want to give folks this opportunity to come in, visit with me. We'll put together a retirement plan that'll consider your income investments, taxes, uh, and insurance. And I think this is a, about a $2,000 value. Pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yes, absolutely. And that number to call Nathan, it's 800-890-5008. That's 800-890-5008. This is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's common sense planning and straight talk instead of that financial double talk and a sales pitch you might get somewhere else. Folks, you just need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Nathan's going to translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get that true practical financial review. So again, for 10 callers today, we've got that opportunity. The number to call is 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. And the callers who call in will receive a comprehensive financial review that will show you where you are now. But most importantly, the review is going to show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be for your future. You want stress-free retirement. In short, folks, you have nothing to lose. Call Nathan now. That number again, 800 800- and take the stress out of retirement. As Nathan says, you'll be floating out of his office once you meet with him and sit down and he'll just take care of everything for you. And that just sounds so good just to flow, flood out of the office. <laughs> I've seen wow. it happen. We, it's regular. Yes. Yes. I'll have to try that one day. Uh, <laughs> what's coming yeah. up next, Nathan? Well, when we come back, uh, you know, because we mentioned Roth IRAs and conversions, there's some rules that folks need to know, particularly the five-year rule as uh, it could trigger taxes and penalties if you're not careful. So when we come back. Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is a fiduciary. That's very important, folks, because fiduciaries look out for your best interests, not their interests. And uh, also, he has spent time training other advisors. You've done 70 seminars a year. You're like the Energizer Bunny. For, <laughs> it, it, it's exhausting, but it's exhilarating at the same time. I really enjoy educating other people. I've, I've found a passion for that. When I understand something, something clicks for me. If I could help somebody else have that light bulb aha moment, it, it, it does something for me. Uh, so I, I enjoy it. And like we've talked about before, I, since I've, I was a very young boy, I've had a desire to understand money. We had a lot of financial struggles growing up and mm-hmm. And I, I felt like we were we had such a disadvantage in some cases because uh, there were just some some basics about money that uh, we just didn't understand very well. Um, now my parents worked very hard and they did an excellent job uh, providing for us, uh, taking advantage of the opportunities they could to teach us and 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 bring us up the right way. Mm-hmm. But uh, had had they had maybe a little more financial education things probably would would have been different. So one of the great fears I had uh, when I was young was the fear of someday growing up and not understanding how money works. Uh, so once I realized how money works, I thought, man, this is, this is 
exciting. I love right. this. So, uh, so to help other people kind of get to the same uh, point, uh, I, I enjoy that. A lot of advisors out there, uh, from what I hear from folks who come into my office, they're not taking much extra time to help folks understand what exactly it is they're doing. It's almost a, uh, hey, trust me and don't ask questions type of a relationship, which kind of bothers me, you know, oh, yeah. it, and what I've learned is people tend to enjoy their retirement a little better when they understand what's going on. You know, they, they know their strategy, they know where the money's coming from, and it doesn't have to be complicated. This, uh, and, and some advisors do an excellent job of complicating things. Uh, it just doesn't need to be. Finances really isn't that complicated. If you have uh, uh, a logical plan put together and it's tailored to you, it can actually make a lot of sense and be very easy to understand. But anyway, we're, we're I, I, I get off on topic pretty easy. No, on that. that's I'm okay. Just, an area I'm very passionate about. Well, yeah, we, we want to understand better why you are so passionate. And, you know, we've mentioned previously, you know, your your background from when you grew up and, you know, it, and they, and to say, and I'm going to get a little off topic as well. They say like kids are not being taught this in school. I know I had a little bit of an education back in my day where, where they taught you how to use a checking account and all that good stuff. And, and they just said, you know, that would be so important to have actually them teach budgets and, and things like that, that nature. So now you get older, it is nice to have that extra helping hand there or someone to say, you know, if you got questions, I'm, I'm ready to hear um, that I'm here to listen to them and, and answer them and take you through it and, and make sense out of the com complex financial world. We say that all the time, but that is important to know. You are, you're so right. I, I think one of the greatest oversights in our country is that you can get all the way through high school, you can get all the way through college without one required financial planning course. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and, and, and you look at, I know, but you look at all the issues, a lot of the issues we face today uh, in our society and our economy uh, are, are really the result of just bad education about economics mm -hmm. and about finance and what do you do with your money? You know, you spend all this money to get uh, a degree in some cases uh, or to learn a trade or a skill. Uh, and in hopes that you can make a decent amount of money. But what do you do when you start making the money? Right. H how do you protect yourself and, and how do you plan for the future? I, I think huge oversight. And that's, uh, Teresa, hopefully something we can accomplish today is provide people with some of the education that uh, uh, hopefully they, they should. I mean, they should have had earlier in life, but you just don't want to wait a minute longer to understand some of these important retirement concepts. Oh, no, you don't. You don't. Absolutely not. Let me give you the number for you as well to call Nathan. It's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. I know going, I'm talking about schooling and, and, and education. One of my favorite subjects was history back in the day. Yeah. So that, that, that was one of my favorites yours too? also. Okay, great. Yep. Great. So how about Roth history? Can you, can you tell us a little bit about this? Roth? Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. People, some people don't realize how new Roth IRAs yeah. are. They haven't been around for very long. 1997 that is, is when the Roth IRA came out. And uh, just to give people a little bit of a visual so they understand how a Roth is different from a traditional IRA. Uh, if you think of a traditional IRA this way, you pay, uh, you, you don't pay taxes on the seed. Think of a kind of a farming analogy. Mm -hmm. You don't pay taxes on the seed, but you pay taxes on the harvest. Okay. That's a, that's a traditional yeah, that's IRA. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. And uh, in a, a Roth IRA, you pay taxes on the seed but the harvest is tax-free. Okay. So it's kind of the inverse, but uh, it really applies to the earnings of the IRA. Uh, so if you withdraw those earnings at the right time, they're tax-free. Um, if you do withdraw Roth IRA earnings before you're 59 and a half, it can be taxable. So this is where technically the, the definition or, or correct title of a Roth IRA is is that it's tax deferred, uh, uh, it, and it can be tax free. Mm -hmm. uh, it can be tax free if you hit that if you hit that fifty nine and a half finish line. Uh, but we we talked about we mentioned this five year rule. I wanted to make sure we got to this because this is important. If you open up a Roth IRA, you need to wait at least five years before you can begin taking tax free withdrawals. Now remember, there's that age requirement as well. You've got to wait five years and you have to be 59 and a half 
in order to get a tax-free harvest, uh, to get the earnings tax-free. Now, here's a little unknown. Uh, it's, it's not a loophole. It's just part of the Roth IRA rule that you can withdraw up to 100% of your basis. So your basis be, being the seed, the amount you actually contributed to that Roth IRA. Okay. You can withdraw that, not your earnings, mm-hmm. right? This is not what you earned on the money. It's right. the money you put into the account. You can withdraw before you're 59 and a half. And that's not taxable. Remember, this is money you've already paid taxes on. This is the seed. Okay. That you can withdraw. I, we, we call it your basis. You can withdraw your basis at any time. But the earnings, what that basis has earned, you've really got to be 59 and a half. And you have to uh, be at least five years down the road before you can withdraw that tax-free. Okay, that makes now, sense. The rules can, yeah. yeah, and the rules can be, uh, they're a little different for Roth conversions. So with a conversion, each conversion you make, so a conversion is taking money from the traditional IRA, the, the tax-deferred IRA, and moving it over to a Roth IRA. So when you do that, you got to pay taxes on whatever the amount is that you're converting. And by the way, that is at your income tax rate. So you got to be careful about this. If, if you're uh, going to jump up into really high income tax rates, you might want to be careful about the amount that you end up, that, that you choose to convert. But uh, each, each, each amount, each uh, uh, portion that you convert has its own five-year term. So let's say I convert uh, some of my IRA this year in 2021, um, and then I convert another portion of my IRA in 2022. Well, each of those are separate buckets. They have their own five-year time frame. And this is where it can also come into play. uh, if, If I pass away with those IRAs, and I have a non-spousal beneficiary. So let's say I have a, a child of mine uh, that is the beneficiary of that IRA. They have to complete the five-year term also. So that five-year term continues to them. So if there's only two years left on my five-year term, they've got to complete that two years. So uh, this, this is an example of why a retirement income plan, a retirement plan is so critical because these issues and and these concerns are unique to every household. This is, this is one thing about what I do that keeps me from getting bored. Teresa Mm -hmm. is everybody has a different situation. Everyone's got a different mix of retirement plans, uh, uh, pre-tax, after-tax Roth and all this. Uh, Some folks have Roth contribution, uh, Roth portions of their 401ks as well. So this is not just IRAs, but your 401k may have some Roth money in there. What do you do with it? How do you roll it over? Who do you make the beneficiaries of those? Uh, do I convert? Do I not convert? How much do I convert? Uh, when do I do that? So this may sound complicated, but the, the interesting thing, Teresa, is all of these questions are answered very simply with a retirement plan. Uh, when you put a retirement plan together, it helps you narrow down the decisions that are relevant to you. See, when, when you think of the whole world of retirement planning, it can be a little overwhelming, maybe a little intimidating because mm-hmm. there's all these different options. And well, a very small portion of all of those issues may be relevant to you. So let's focus on those and forget about everything else and put together a plan that's tailored to you. And that's what we want to offer today for our listeners. It looks like we have room for eight more callers. So the next eight callers today will get a free retirement plan. So I will work with you to put together a plan to answer these questions and simplify your retirement so you can retire with a greater level of confidence and and do it fearlessly. That's my goal for everybody that comes into my office. That sounds great. And the number to get in touch with Nathan, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. 
Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want, folks. There's no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation and to find out what your investments are really costing you because of the high fees or commissions you might have, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone and call Nathan right now. Again, that number 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008. Nathan is an advisor you can trust. He's extremely knowledgeable. I mean, just explaining all this now, this kind of straightened everything out for me when it comes to Roths. Very knowledgeable. You want him by your side, listening to your concerns and plans for your future. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. No cookie cutter here, folks, just for you. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. What's on the way, Nathan? Well, the old adage of one size fits all may work for bathrobes, but certainly not for retirement. So when we come back, we'll break down what works and what might not in your situation. Welcome back, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners and also has a website, retireaustin.com. And mentions quite a bit over the last few shows, you parallel fitness with retirement, like finding the right financial advisor is like finding the right personal trainer. That's yeah, yeah it, to me, it works and it, it works for a lot of my clients. Uh, I think sometimes relating some of these financial concepts to something that's a, a, a little more uh, relevant people I've experienced with helps them understand it. I, and I think the key is if you have particular fitness goals, it, it could be, you know, lose weight, get stronger, uh, you know, increase your endurance or just increase your overall health altogether. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take somebody else's fitness plan and, and, and try to make it effective for yourself. Sure. You, you need someone who understands your situation and your health, your history, your strengths, your weaknesses, what your goals are. And the, the best kind of wellness and fitness plan is going to be one that's going to be tailored to you. And that's the same with retirement planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, people's uh, retirement portfolios can be just as different as their bodies are, you know, one from another. So no cookie cutter here in our office. I, I just think you are at a huge disadvantage if you're not uh, considering your own unique situation. There's some common questions we get that I wanted to address in this, in this next segment. Um, you know, on, on the, the theme of, uh, of customization and steering one size away from, doesn't fits all. Yeah, right. Ex- exactly. Exactly. So common question is, Hey, let's, uh, should I pay off my mortgage? And I think this is so common because this was really a focus of the prior generation. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my clients remember being taught this from their parents that, Hey, you just got to pay off all of your debts. And if you think about it, that's almost all the retirement planning your parents' generation had to do. Yeah, they had because they had a pension. They, and yeah, it was simple. Exactly. Yep. Exa- they had pensions. There was no reason to be concerned about Social Security. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if they had any extra retirement savings, which wasn't very necessary for a lot of people, but if they did, all the investment planning you really needed to do was buy a CD paying 15%. <laughs> Yeah. So, wow. so, wow. and I mean, uh, our listeners today know where interest rates are now. Uh, I mean, it, you'd be hard pressed to find a CD, you know, over half a percent. Right. It's, it's a very different landscape and people don't have pensions anymore. So what you don't want to do is try to uh, approach retirement today with the same playbook your parents used. Uh, it's just not going to work. It's just a different game altogether. You have to have the current playbook and it changes. Like we talked about in our last segment, you know, Roth IRAs came on the scene in 1997. So uh, there really wasn't, uh, that couldn't be a part of anyone's retirement strategy before then, but now it can play a huge role in your retirement strategy. Mm So, so you got to have an advisor who's keeping up to date on the newest strategies, uh, all the opportunities that are available to you. So you can make sure you've got the absolute best plan 
for you, for your situation. But uh, this whole paying off the mortgage thing, now, again, no one size fits all. It could be a great idea for some of our listeners to pay off their mortgage. could be a really bad idea for others. What you want to consider is interest rates for one. Um, a lot of folks may want to consider a refinance over paying off their mortgage. Uh, give me an example. Retirement is really about cash flow. So if, if your objective is to increase cash flow, you may be able to accomplish that by refinancing your house. I, I have a client who just went through a refinance and it's saving them $1,500 a month just by refinancing their house. Again, that's not one size fits all either, mm -hmm. but it's something you should consider before you take all this cash uh, and, and pay off that balance. And a big mistake we see some folks make is using pre-tax retirement accounts, pulling that money out of their 401k to pay their house off. Because now you're getting into a tax situation you may not want to be in, especially if you're not retirement age yet, you've got penalties you may have to deal with. Um, so for some folks, it's more of an emotional decision. Paying off the house is more of an emotional thing than it is a financial thing. Um, you want to try to set emotion aside a little bit here and, and put the numbers together and make sure you're not doing something uh, you may regret. Oh, um, yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, really, like I said, everyone should be viewing their retirement in terms of cash flow. It, it's, I'm much more interested in how much you can spend than I am uh, about how much you have saved. At the end of the day, the fears retirees have are cash flow fears. Do I have enough money to pay my bills and live my lifestyle the way I want to? Uh, and really, that's that's a cash flow concern. So, refinance, paying off the mortgage again. That's a very easy question that can be determined with a very simple retirement plan that we can help our listeners put together. Uh, another is, hey, uh, you know, how much am I going to need per year to retire comfortably? Now, there are some statistics that can help folks make this decision. Uh, a, a common general rule is, hey, to try to get 80% of your pre-retirement pay. That's where some people, uh, that's a target some people try to set. But remember, Teresa, we've we've had conversations about the whole concept of paychecks versus playchecks. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is so big and, and it makes a lot of sense. It, when you determine, and, and if you don't have it already determined, this is something we can help you do when we put an income plan together, but determine about how much income you think you'll need in retirement. Now, th this income has to cover potential mortgage payments, taxes, insurance, any, any other uh, uh, income you may need. And you want your paychecks, which is money you can't live without, money you're going to need to fund all of those things, your paychecks should come from stable, secure, even guaranteed sources. And then anything extra, so the, the luxury in retirement, maybe it's the trips, the vacations, the, the extra stuff, the gifts to kids or grandkids, we'd put that in the playcheck category. And playchecks uh, can come from more speculative investments. We don't need all the guarantees and safe money there. We can uh, get some of the growth opportunities in the market. But you need to have a paycheck and playcheck conversation as part of your income plan. And this, and this is what we'll do. And I'll give you a very simple example. Mm -hmm. I, I had a client come in. She told me she needed about... Uh, well, she was first loathing that she did not have a pension. And I hear this quite a bit. Um, I don't have a pension, but I have a 401k and I have these other investments. Uh, what can I do to create my own pension? I actually get that question quite a bit. I want to create my own pension. Well, I want all of our listeners to know today that you can create your own pension. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. I have a client who has a portion of money, about 250000 that she's not going to need for quite a while. She wants this to go towards a a pension, uh, some sort of guaranteed income or paychecks that she can collect down the road. And she's looking at about a 17-year horizon. Now, this you don't have to have 17 years. You could do this with a five-year horizon or a 10-year horizon. Of course, the numbers might be a little different. Mm -hmm. But for her, she's planning to retire in 17 years, $250,000. Her focus is cash flow. 
She's not trying to get the 250 as big as possible. She's trying to position the 250 so she can spend as much as possible from that in 17 years. So with very conservative projections, we were able to find the right kind of annuity. And we've talked about annuities before, a lot of different types. Now, for her, we found one that fit just right. And get this, in 250 with $250,000, 17 years later, she's looking at conservatively an income around $58,000 a year. Wow. $58,000 a year just from that portion of her portfolio. Hmm. Now, here's where this, I mean, let me give you a little perspective and make uh-huh. it so you can understand how sure. valuable this is. If we were following the rule of thumb, the 4% rule right. in retirement, meaning you really shouldn't be withdrawing more than 4% per year from your retirement assets, she'd need about $1.4 million hmm. to get $58,000 a year. She's doing it with $250,000 and letting it sit for 17 years. Wow. Now, I know I have at least two listeners out there who are probably going to say, well, hey, what if she invested that $250,000 in the market for 17 years? Well, huh. let me answer that. In order to, to get to that 1.4, she'd have to average 11%, about 11% per year. So you can take the risk and and yeah. maybe you can get that, maybe not, or take a very conservative approach and set yourself up with some cash flow. By the way, that 58,000 would be guaranteed to last her lifetime. So this is just one example. I have so many I would love to share on the radio if we had a lot more time. But mm-hmm. uh, for the next four callers, it looks like we have room for four. Mm-hmm. I want to offer a free retirement income plan. Now we're going to do an investment plan and a tax plan as well, where we have this conversation. We're going to talk about paychecks and playchecks. Do you pay off your mortgage? Do you not? How much money do you need in retirement? How are we going to address that? I can simplify this. And what we've seen in the past, like we've talked about, Teresa, is the relief that comes to folks when they have a plan in hand that makes sense, it's tailored to them, and they float out of the office. So we've got we've got we've got a few more positions. So for the next for the next several callers, I'd love to make this happen. Again, this is about a two thousand dollar value, but I'd love to help a few people out. Okay. And that number to call Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You know, it's just common sense planning you get with Nathan. He's going to sit down and listen to your concerns and take the focused approach, make everything make sense. And, you know, the stress is just gone, as we're mentioning. He's just going to find out what your true... Um, your true aspirations are when it comes to retirement. He's going to sit down and listen to your concerns and get you into a plan that's going to make sense for you. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Again, I heard Nathan mentioned you're going to get an investment plan, a tax plan, much, much more. The first step is to sit down with the financial advisor who's got your best interest at heart. Something we're talking about today resonates with you, whether it's tax planning, it's maybe health care, Social Security, or just that big picture. Give Nathan a call right now, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, and take the stress out of planning for your future. I can't believe we've got the last segment coming up already. It, 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 time flies when you're having fun. That's but when right. we come back, we've got some listeners that have been pretty busy asking plenty of questions. So we'll answer those when we come back. And welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners and also has a website, retireaustin.com. Time now for some listener questions. We've got Michelle in Cedar Park. She says, my husband and I are raising our grandchildren. Their parents, unfortunately, passed away years ago. We were both retired back then, although I have since gone back to work part-time. We are now in our mid-70s with two teenagers who will want to go to college in the next few years. Our retirement plan obviously never considered this as a possibility. Is it too late to turn it around? 
Well, my my heart goes out to you, Michelle. This is a really tough situation to be in. Uh, I, I do have some similar scenarios I have clients in. Uh, let me just give you some things to think about and uh, a couple of these ideas your grandkids may not be super excited about, but uh, I, I think they're... I think it's it's really something you should consider. Uh, I really encourage all my clients to be very protective of their own retirement. Um, this is your livelihood. Uh, this is your well-being, financially speaking, for the rest of your life. So anything you could do to maintain your independence is really should be first and foremost. Uh, I would encourage you to educate yourself about all the many uh, options your grandkids may have for financing their school, uh, their education. Uh, I know a lot of folks that are uh, taking loans. Some are working. I mean, I, I worked through college and I actually, I, I think that was a good thing for me. I learned some valuable lessons. And uh, so be maybe think outside the box. I know there's that tendency and I'm sure you've as a, a normal grandparent, you've got a big heart and you want to provide everything you can for the kids. But sometimes some good gritty work uh, is, a, is healthy as well. So uh, consider other options before you put your retirement assets on the line. And I think I mentioned this in our last show, but I've, I have a lot of conversations with children of my clients. And I'll tell you, there's a common thread that most of them at least with a lot of conversations I've had, they'd much rather have their parents be independent than uh, receive an inheritance. Mm -hmm. So kind of a similar concept uh, here. Again, you want to protect your independence so that you're not having to turn around and ask your grandkids for money or for help uh, when, when you're in, uh, in that kind of situation. So that, that'd be my, my main message is be protective of your retirement plan first. Think outside the box uh, maybe have this conversation with your with your grandkids. Let them know your concerns and your fears. You may be surprised with some of the ideas they come up with. So I would definitely uh, include them in the conversation. Yeah, and I and I've heard that before too. Something similar. I think someone asked at one point. You know, you you need to take care of yourself, and you love to help out. But yeah, you're 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 a priority later on because who's going to help you? Like you and said. It, it's it's so hard for parents and grandparents sure. to you know, peel themselves away like that. I mean, you, your heart gets involved. Mm -hmm. It's an emotional thing. And, and, and especially if, if people have had their own parents pay for their school, they feel uh, an even stronger obligation to offer the same thing. So you want to try to uh, be a little more business minded here and, and make sure you're watching out for everybody's best interests in the long term. And, and that may be just protecting yourself first. Yes. Yes. Also, um, we've got another question from Barbara in Austin. My mother wants to give me her IRA. She is in an assisted living community, and she's asked me to watch it for her. I've been keeping up with her RMDs, and she told me late last week that she wants me to just have it. I'm not sure how that works. This is a great question. Uh, IRAs are unique in that you really can't just give somebody your IRA. So you can't change the ownership of an IRA, but that doesn't mean you can't get somebody's help with it. Um, in this type of situation, uh, now one question I would ask Barbara is if if she's secured uh, a, a power of attorney with uh, the custodian of the IRA to give her access to it and and allow her to really help be helpful to her mother. Um, but having access to it and and having a power of attorney doesn't mean you own the IRA. Uh, her mother is is going to have to take required minimum distributions for as long as she's alive. But but here's a tip: um, I would ask Barbara who is currently listed as the primary, the the sole primary beneficiary of that IRA. Mm -hmm. There there's a chance that her mother could actually reduce the amount of that minimum distribution that's required each year by listing Barbara potentially as the sole primary beneficiary. So th there would be a, uh, this is a great opportunity to have a conversation. This is a, a, something you need to sit down with over the table to really dig in and get the rest of the story behind this situation to narrow it down to really the best move for Barbara and her mom. But 
but short answer is you you can't have her IRA, uh, but there are some things you may be able to do to assist her with it. Uh, again, power of attorney. Um, and then there, I would really encourage you to look for opportunities there may be to reduce the minimum distributions on these. If, of course, if her mother's intent is just for that IRA to go to Barbara, um, it sounds like that's the case. So, uh, Barbara, I'd love to chat with you. If you want to call the office or shoot me an email, uh, I'd love to talk to you more about this. Okay, quick give the number to 800 890 5008. 800-890-5008. Our next question comes from Ron in Round Rock. I want to leave a reasonable amount of money to my kids, but I also don't want to pinch pennies throughout my entire retirement to make it happen. Do you have any tips in this area? Again, kind of like what we just <laughs> talked about. My, yeah. my, first, my first reaction would be, hey, uh, determined to be independent first. Uh, just to make sure, again, you're not going to have to depend on your kids later. And some folks are in that situation. They, they know they've got more than enough money to take them through the finish line and finance their own uh, retirement. And they want to they want to be generous to their children. Uh, there are strategies you can implement that will leave more behind to your kids. That'll just make that process more seamless, more efficient. Uh now, a common question I get, and I just answered this question uh, uh, just last week, was uh, which of my retirement assets, if any, should I maybe earmark first mm -hmm. to have left behind to my kids? So that that's a really interesting question. Again, this is uh, the answer may be different for for everybody out there, but just a couple things to consider: uh, real estate and and non retirement accounts. Uh, offer unique opportunities. Let me give you an example. Uh, and, and we just had this scenario recently with, with a client where uh, their, their mother had stocks that she had purchased years and years ago. Now, this was not inside of an IRA or Roth IRA, no retirement account associated, but just plain old individual account. She bought stocks and, uh, and the client was the beneficiary of the account well, when she passes away, and, and well, she did, when she passed away, her cost basis was readjusted. So let me give you a, a visual. Uh, let's say she paid a $1,000 for the stocks, but the stocks had grown to $100,000, just to make the math easy. So had she sold all of those stocks before she passed away, she would have had a $99,000 unrealized gain that she would then be realizing and she would have to pay taxes, uh, mostly long-term uh, long capital gains taxes on that 99000 Her cost basis is the 1000 Gains are the 99000 Well, when she passed away, her entire account had the cost basis readjusted to whatever the market value was at the time she passed. So now her, her children get the full $100,000 tax-free. They don't have, those are not gains to the children. Okay. So if you have, if you have one account, if, let's say you have two different accounts. One's a traditional IRA with $100,000 in it. The other one is a, a non-IRA account with $100,000. Um, you may want to look at earmarking the non-IRA accounts as the ones to leave behind. Uh, again, this is a question ultimately that would be answered by your overall retirement plan that we'd put together. Real estate works very similar, where uh, uh, cost basis is adjusted at the time that uh, the owner passes away. Uh, so I, I talked with an individual uh, recently who had somebody had encouraged his mother to sell the assets or, or to turn over the ownership of the assets to the children uh, long before she passed, which in hindsight was a big mistake mm -hmm. because then now all those gains that, uh, that had accumulated in their name as they were the owners is now taxable to them. Whereas if they had just left it in the name of the mother, it all would have been tax-free at the time she passed. So uh, these are very small adjustments that can be made in ownership of assets in timing of which ones do we draw down first, which ones do we defer later into retirement. 
Uh, again, it may sound complicated to some listeners, but uh, it's not complicated once you understand which of all these options are relevant to you. And you could narrow that conversation down to a very small list of items that are worth discussing uh, because they're they're unique and relevant to your situation. And this is, again, what we'd like to do. We've been offering this uh, throughout the whole show. Uh, we have, it looks like, two spots left. For the next two callers, I will sit down with you with no cost to put together a retirement plan that addresses your income plan, your investment plan, taxes. We'll talk about uh, your insurance costs so that you can have confidence in your retirement and be fearless about it. You know where your paychecks are coming from. You know where your paychecks are coming from. Uh, this is critical. So, Teresa, I'd love to help at least uh, two more people today. All right. And that number to call, Nathan, to get some help with your financial plan for your future, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Also want to uh, throw this in here, too. If you like to text, you can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 21000. Again, folks, it's just to get the complex financial world and help it make sense. Nathan's going to translate all that information for you. He's going to sit down, listen to your concerns, your plans for the future, and help take the stress out of planning for your future. What sounds better than that? Again, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan at 21000. I always say this hour just goes by so quickly. Nathan, it was a pleasure. That was a blast, as always, and uh, I look forward to helping a few more people get financially fit. All right, and we'll see you right back here next weekend for Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. Investment advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of the information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through ARPA Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting ARPA Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.